Dear friends, 2014 is a year of politics. Political reform is one of the most important agenda for the year. In the recent months, waves of social and political movements have been launched one after the other, including the June 22nd referendum held by the Occupy Central and the gathering of signatures by the anti-Occupy Central groups, Alliance for Peace and Democracies. Which claims to have collected over a million signatures on the streets last month, holding a campaign of oppose violence, oppose Occupy Central, support universal suffrage. It is quite ironic and misleading. Apart from opposing Occupy Central, the requests are identical to what the Pan Democrat proclaimed. The common ground between the Pro Democrats and the Alliance is that both are supporting the 2017 universal suffrage for the chief executive and against any kind of violence. We do believe that the Hong Kong people who sign up in whichever campaign are sharing the same expectation. All are looking forward to seeing genuine universal suffrage as well. The difference lies in whether they will use the Occupy Central as their strategy. It is so obvious that Hong Kong people are polarizing into two camps. People are going to extremes. How can we reconcile their differences? It will require a lot of political wisdom to close the gap for a mutual acceptable resolution. Unfortunately, the chief executive C. Y. Leung and his fellow cabinet members have been smart enough to take sides in a most high-profile way, signing up in the anti-Occupy Central campaign. The gesture is just to antagonize the other camp and pushing them further away. Financial Secretary John Zhang has advised the citizens to think twice before taking part in the Occupy Central event. This is a major factor causing political instability, and warned the Occupy Central may increase the risk of perfect financial storm in Hong Kong. Zhang seems to threaten Hong Kong people and attempting to shove all the responsibility to Occupy Central if there is any economic downturn. The government officials and pro-government groups are singing in unison and mobilize their massive propaganda machines to influence the public opinions. Attack. Occupy Central, patriot civil disobedience as a monster or something evil. They try to associate Occupy Central with the immediate effect of causing traffic jams, deterring tourists, damaging Hong Kong's image, and scaring investors off. Equating Occupy Central to warrants is not fair. The convener of Occupy Central have repeatedly stressed that they are aiming at an occupation that is orderly and peaceful. Besides, the Occupy Central is the last resort to fight for true democracy for Hong Kong. In a way, it is short-term pain for long-term gain. So let's not just exaggerating the immediate impact of Occupy Central. Against this context, may we appeal to a more disciplined and constrained campaign without any violence, so as not to give any pretext to the pro-establishment camp to attack us. The first stage consultation of political reform has finished. The SAL government has collected 120,000 written submissions in the past few months. It is it is really disappointing that the public demand for CE election with a genuine choice hasn't been truly reflected by the Hong Kong government's report. According to the government's report, which has been submitted to the National People's Congress Standing Committee (NPCSC), some or their wills. Have been used to describe the democratic ideas 
like the free trade proposals. While the pirating proposal written as the mainstream opinions or more wills, it entirely turned the majority of the society and the people who took to the street on July 1st into minority. The reports are trying to water down the wills expressing in June 22nd an official referendum in which near 800,000 citizens cast a vote saying that they want a political reform proposal which can at least meet the international standard or otherwise the legislators should veto it. Lately, the government is launching another wave of campaign on pocketed first. Some middlemen from the central people government are saying we can make further changes after the 2017 election. So pocket the offer of one man one vote for chief executive first. However, there's no concrete proposal has been put on the table yet. So what we are putting in our pocket? The one man one vote is something already written in basic law. It is not an offer to pocket. But the empty promises of let's make further changes later and accept what may not be perfect at this juncture. It suggests our demands will not be met, but we are not holding what we have to give in. The Hong Kong people cannot and should not accept to make any concession in the dark. I am still trying my very best to get to the negotiation table and reflect the voices of Hong Kong people, asking a genuine universal suffrage to the central government officials who are responsible for the political reform before the MPCSC meeting in the late August. Starting from last Friday, the Pan-Democrats are having meeting with the head of the Beijing Liaison Office, Mr. Zhang Xiaoming, MPCSC will articulate the direction and framework for Hong Kong's political reform by the end of this month. I would not expect one meeting with Mr. Chang can change the decision of the central government overnight. However, the direct dialogue will enable me to reiterate the will of Hong Kong people. We will let Mr. Chang know that it will enable more opportunities to close the gaps if MPCSC does not set a very restricted framework. Let's say candidates of chief executive election need to get the endorsement of over half of the nominating committee members will be an unacceptable high threshold. The genuine universal suffrage without unreasonable condition is not only talking about one man, one role, but also means people can have a real choices, not just pick one out of the lesser batch. Moreover, the number of candidates will not be used as a tool of peace screening. Numbers should not be limited. I hope there's room for discussion and more time for forging consensus in the community afterwards. The reform proposal of method for electing CE in 2017 need to be passed by two-thirds of the legislature. I, as a member of the Pan-Democrats, should not support a political screening reform proposal. Therefore, I'm here urging the MPCST to make a timely turn, do not set an extremely conservative framework for the 2017 universal suffrage, or else they will push the political reform and the democracy progress of Hong Kong to the edge. And Hong Kong will be the only loser. Hong Kong people have long been waiting for genuine universal suffrage for decades. We deserve true democracies.